Welcome back to the Creative Alliance Show. It's me, Kai, again. Before we get going, remember those socials, the Creative Alliance on Twitter, Instagram, the Creative Alliance Show, and Facebook, the Creative Alliance Show. Ladies and gentlemen, I'm so excited this week because we have our first duo of female comedians. <laughs> show today Woo! yes and their names or their um, performing name is Taggart and Turner Hello. which is made up of Iona McTaggart and Rosie Turner but I think they sound like a really like powerful duo they do isn't it yeah oh. we'll, say that. That. <laughs> we'll take that we'll take that yeah. and they've been working together since 2016 on a variety of radio short sketches and stand-up scripts Rosie and Iona both attended the University of Lincoln, where they studied English and media production, but not at the same time, right? No, we did. We did study at the same time, but we never crossed paths while yeah, we were at yeah. uni. I find that really interesting. I, d I did English. Rosie did media. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. Oh, okay. I yeah. see. Different okay. courses. Okay. Different courses. And so they met uh, um, six months after graduation at a performing arts course held at the Roundhouse in Camden. <laughs> when they hit it off over a shared passion for comedy and trifle. Mm. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I don't like trifle. No. I don't like soggy biscuits. <gasps> I didn't at first, but you got to have a good one. Okay, yeah. bring it on, I'll try. <laughs> <laughs> the jelly, yeah. the jelly makes mm -hmm. it. Mm -hmm. Yes, so our Rosie works in the CBBS department of the BBC Studios as a scriptwriter, social media producer and presenter. And she's also been working with BBC Writers Room for the past 12 months. And spoken word poet from Ashford in Kent. Oh, sorry, no. Iona's the writer. No. She's an actor and a spoken word poet from Ashford in Kent. A recipient of the Farnham Malting's No Strings Attached Bursary. She also um, has most recently been creating material that weaves both the funny and the political. Wow. Very, very controversial. <laughs> and like a little bit of politics, I really Indeed. do. Well, ladies, so like I was saying, when I read your bio, the first thing that struck me was that it seems like you were living parallel lives and then when you left university, your paths crossed. Mm -hmm. How did you manage to avoid each other? And then what's it like now? <laughs> <laughs> avoiding, avoiding well, I wish we were still avoiding each other. <laughs> we took great measures to not not cross paths um, <laughs> no I think it's funny actually that you say that because we like we actually have probably photos of like in nightclubs together but at different sort of stages Don't or like we have me. loads of mutual friends oh. we have yeah all yeah, sorts of very weird. very very I odd it was meant to be yeah. I think so I, was meant to, I think so. I always I think, think so. that the stars align yeah. that yeah. yeah it's gonna happen when the magic happens it happens <laughs> yeah it's crazy yeah because um Rosie was living with someone that was on my course that I was friends with as well like Super mental, super mental that we never met. And then at the roundhouse, that was like a common mm. bond, wasn't it? Yeah, I think you said something like, oh, there was this club that I used to go to at university. And then you said the name and you said, oh, and, um, you know, like it wasn't very good. And I said, oh... Yeah, like funny that you said that. There was, there was a one. I was like, did it have like this terrible like Rubik's cube sort of logo? And you were like, yeah. yeah, that's the one. yeah that's the one. I was like, hmm. 
Not going to name drop though. No, we're not no. name dropping. Lincoln is great. Yeah, but yeah they all took... the nightclubs in Lincoln are great. Yeah, oh, I've been to a couple actually. Have my you? Yeah, my yeah. friends really live in Lincoln. Yeah, it's quite a small town. Yeah, yeah, but yes, it's it's beautiful. You're yeah. right by the uh, is it river? Oh my yeah, God, the Braveford. Sorry. The Braveford. That's it. Thank you, yeah. Lord, help me. <laughs> I was like, save me, no, save no. me. <laughs> um, it's amazing. So when you met, you met. It wasn't as in professionally. How did that start? Mm. How did you come together and think to yourself, right? I know what <laughs> we can do. This. Well, yeah, it was because it, we were working in the Roundhouse, um, and we were doing this course together that we kind of met. But mm-hmm. at the same time, I was also um, working with them to do a radio show, which was nothing to do with comedy, actually. It, okay. was, it was to do with um, hiking in, in London, so oh. with, like outdoors ad- adventures and stuff. Um, <laughs> that <laughs> common thing we do in London. And then, yeah. <laughs> and then I sort of, and then I realised that, like, I sort of ran out of um, places and things to do. So um, <laughs> I was yeah. like, okay, all right. Um, but I was still working with the radio department there, and then um, the lady that I knew there said, "Oh, well, you know, if you want to use the studios at all, then you can." And so um, we got back in touch, and I, I was like, "Do you want to? Do you want to write a radio funny thing together?" Yeah, and I was like. <laughs> Yeah, I think so. And then, yeah. yeah, then we just sort of got together, drafted a few ideas, and then mm-hmm. boom. So, had any of you written comedy before, or was you in that field? Is that where your passion lied? Yeah. So, um, I I really like to when I do spoken word. That that was sort of like my basis that I came into it from. Like spoken word, you can either like you can take it one way, or you can take it another way, and mm-hmm. that that being funny and and silly sometimes. Um, so the piece that I did for our like little showcase on the we we did like a final showcase on the course we were doing um, was sort of that and then Rosie did a stand up routine famous stand up routine about, <laughs> about chutneys oh. <laughs> it was great I love chutneys yeah. Yeah. I, I had to retire the routine because um, I was bringing like jars of pickles and oh, stuff yeah, to like uh, to work and then I had to take it to do a stand up gig after and I just thought maybe I need to find something where I don't need such heavy yeah. props yeah. <laughs> you could hear her miles yeah. away the ching ching <laughs> oh there's Rosie <laughs> with her <laughs> with her pickles she's coming along pickle <laughs> lily yeah honestly oh. it was good though so yeah and then I, I think like we just thought oh like we could we could work together yeah quite fun to explore comedy yeah I think and like I'd I'd sort of like dabbled in it before as well I'd wanted to write little you know funny things and through work and stuff I tried to get as much sort of comedy into the kids stuff that I was doing as possible Mm -hmm. um and then that sort of was an opportunity to kind of try something out. So I did a bit of stand up and things. But then, yeah, there was a lot. I think there was a lot of like crossover in like our sense of humour in right. the in the end piece that we did. And I just yeah, yeah we sort of yeah. thought like, oh, I think we we've got something here to mm. work together. Yeah, I think like no matter what, when you're working in a team or or with a few creators, you have to find the fit. Mm. the perfect casting if you want to say mm. and so when you know it works you just want to hold on to it and yeah. you go with that mm-hmm. but I'm glad that you did find that together amazing yeah. but then what was the journey once you found it fits where are we going next mm-hmm. and what do we do next yeah so um basically uh 
with Room for Two, uh, which is the uh, radio sitcom we did, you know, we had we had that journey sort of already planned for us in that we knew when we wanted to deliver it by and like and all the milestones that we needed to hit. And then um, afterwards, like we've sort of gone on this like bit of a creative journey to find out where we want to go next and like what what we want to do because radio taught us so much. Um, and you know, it's it's so different because there's so many like funny things that you can do with sound mm. but then also like there's also funny things you can do with like live performance and like tv and like actual visuals as well so um yeah so now we're like branching out into other things um we're currently uh working with paperclip theater to uh develop some filmed scripts uh about women in history unknown women in history um so yeah so we're like taking these women and then putting them in 2019 um yeah and so we're sort of exploring that and then um our own sorts of projects as well we're looking at like what it means to be a millennial and like trying to like create stuff um with like that being filmed and then hopefully nice. launch out to stand up. Oh. I mean, it's yes. like it'll be more scary because radio really yeah. you haven't got that audience interaction, mm. so you haven't got that face staring at you blankly. Like, yeah, or, right. Or, it's, yeah. Or it's a, so you're you're now yeah. going into an area that it's a little bit more scary. How yeah. That? Judgment. Yeah. Judgment. Yeah. Yeah. I think like mm. the nice thing with radio is it, it just it feels like such a close medium so yeah. it's like a very much a one-on-one yeah. you know relationship that you have with that listener at that moment in time yes. and so we really had to consider that when we were writing it and we didn't mm. you don't want to patronize the audience and go oh and and look at that purple cat over there sat by there in the right hand <laughs> yeah. it's like you have to kind of write it in a way that you know it it's it's suggestive to what it could be, but also open to interpretation yeah, as well. Like and I think that's almost... It was tricky to do that, but mm. almost like the con, the confines of having to write for that medium yeah. almost made it quite easy yes. because you didn't have to consider everything mm. else at yeah, the same time. Nice. And I think now, because there are so many different opportunities to, mm. you know, we could do a video, but we have to consider, you know, the, the filming of it and we have yeah. to consider that. You don't necessarily have an audience. But, yes. And then mm. you move to the live stuff and you have to consider that. So I guess, yeah, what you're saying was, mm. you know, we are just sort of, we're trying out different sketches and I think working with different theatre companies and different people to try and test out what we kind of like best but with this mm. overall sort of we have a theme and mm. we have you know a common ground yes. with, us, right. with our humour. And, and what people more receptive to then so far in your little like R&D what do you think what subject matters do people? I think like stuff that's relatable mm. especially yeah. to like our generation you know we, we really were looking at like housing and trying to find somewhere to live mm. in London right. which is so long yeah. and hard yeah. and like and I think like we we like to like look at things in a sort of surreal way yeah. but actually there are elements of truth that can yeah. anchor people and yeah. they can mm-hmm. hold on to that but also trust us to take them on the journey and yeah. I, I think that sort of works and our little characters and mm. stuff like we, I think we we both share like our upbringing and you know like the, mm-hmm. the narratives and the voices and stuff that we want to put out in the comedy world is is quite similar but I think we share as well this 
like appreciation for comedy that takes people on a journey. Mm-hmm. So you know, it, it, it is silly at points. Yeah. We, there are quirky characters, but like with every what maybe we consider to be mm. you know good comedy, yeah. is it is that sort of peaks and troughs of. A, a narrative that will take you on a this is really funny but then this is reality and this is this is a sad mm. moment but then it brings it back up again yeah, yeah. but I think in those moments it's there are common themes of like stuff that we've all you know that we think are important like social issues and, good. and things because really I think also with comedy the best comedy for me is stuff that comes from truth mm. and your narrative is the most intri- interesting narrative because you're the experts on your narrative because yeah, you lived so it true. and there's so many people that are going to relate to to your journeys mm-hmm. and when you kind of express it through the fact that there is lows but there's fun and there's laughter in mm. those lows yeah, yeah. Uh, in those yeah. depressing moments that we can all relate to like oh yeah i know how that feels it yeah. was so shit but do you know what i mean but yeah. we all know it was shit yeah. and okay yeah. we're still here to tell the tale yeah and yeah. i think you also had a really good point about um testing stuff because i feel like as creatives we kind of sometimes feel like we have to be on one track or mm, one yes. medium yeah. and it's like even as a writer because I'm a writer it's like you don't know uh, there's differences from being writing a novel yeah. to writing a screenplay to writing for theatre to yeah. writing so like you said you've been on the radio mm. and now you're looking at these yeah. other things you're just kind of finding what space and you've got to explore yeah, yeah. and I also, love the fact that you started your journey um, testing it out on children because that's what I do yeah. <laughs> my kids laugh at anything I say, yeah, yeah, yeah. but I am definitely not a comedian but I think because they're so free and they're not restricted mm. and they they haven't I, I don't know especially here in England I think we're a little bit tight yeah. we don't laugh as easily mm. um, kids are the way to yeah. Yeah. definitely especially when I'm practicing like my, my voice work um, I get storybook and practice it on my kids mm. and they will laugh i don't know if anyone else does but at least they laugh <laughs> yeah, yeah so it's a, it was a yeah. it's a great place to start but my question anyway that was a tangent my question was were you funny as children did you know when you were young that you you'd eventually want to do comedy did you used to make your mum and dad laugh did you used to put on christmas shows that were funny <laughs> did you put on a christmas show in it <laughs> well, I don't. I don't. I don't even know that. I so I went on this camp. I used to go. My parents. I don't think my parents liked me because they used to send me on camp. I was like a scout. I was a girl guide. They just were like, go, just go, right? Um, Light and shade. Yeah. <laughs> um, and my favorite part was like the the talent shows, and like. And I would just do the most ridiculous, like, and, like, these, these just elaborate, weird, like, sketches of things that had happened <laughs> on the camp that were very niche. And, like, I remember, like, one time, like, um, we did this, like, crazy... Do you know, like, Les Mis, the musical? Yeah, we yes. did, like, we did, like, a parody of that, but, like, oh, to do with that. the camp and stuff. And, and then we won. Oh, wow. My my writing Ooh. won us all some donuts, yeah, and that's, that's how serious. I won my friend. I guess like looking back on like that stuff but at the time I didn't know that like that that could be a thing you actually do as an adult as well now it's like oh it is a thing that I'm doing as an adult which is crazy fantastic (laughs) and Rosie what about you um 
Yeah, I, I just, for me, I think it was like the accents and trying to impersonate people. Right. The first thing that I remember ever doing was my dad, you know, you had like, the, I had a microphone for Christmas that my dad bought <laughs> me. Because yeah. I think he got like a bit sick of things. He was like, you know what, just plug it into the radio and listen to yourself. <laughs> like, go around. <laughs> so he bought me this microphone and we would like record stuff together on, on tape, on mm-hmm. like a cassette tape. And um, I was really into watching like old sort of French and Saunders and Ruby Wax stuff. Nice. So I was obsessed with like doing a Ruby Wax impression. So it. there's this strange cassette of me somewhere and he's just like, okay, go for it. So I'm doing like a Ruby Wax. I'm doing an impression of a, a goose. I'm doing a Scottish accent because we used to live up there for a while. So I was like, I'll give that a crack. So just like reams of these strange cassettes of me just doing voices one after another. You were training, yeah. babes. So, but like in a way. And then they made me like... And then obviously when you had like your parents' friends come round, it'd be like, go on, wheel, wheel it on. out, yeah, yes. do this, do a do a Geordie accent, you know, do that. And I was like, all right, okay, yeah, yeah. If it makes people laugh, like I'll do it. That so. is incredible. That is really that is definitely well, joy to people's lives. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, but a very big signpost to comedy bones. Yeah, I would say, I would say. And so tell us about your sitcom. Yeah, what was sure. it about? You know, where is it at? What? Just tell us, tell us. Cool. Um, so, I guess, Room for Two, I, I can reel out the spiel. Yeah. <laughs> room for Two <laughs> is a four-part <laughs> comedy series, radio series, um, about two, it's about two girls called Joy and Helen. Uh, they are being kicked out of their flat because their dodgy wheeler-dealer landlord, Ron, is turning it into a knockoff cat cafe. So he's like nicking cats off the streets. They've got some scabby tabbies in the corner. Like it's just tragic. And it's them basically trying to find somewhere to live. But like it's a bit surreal. There's a crocodile. There's a ice cream van. There's someone pitching up tents in their front room. Like it's, it's no, stuff like that. So that we did amazing. we did a bit of late night writing as well. So like yeah. strange things came out. Um, I, I had some codeine. I was like <laughs> very poorly. Oh, one like day. Something. That's when the crocodile came. From. That's when the ice cream man came <laughs> from too. They right. came from. Yeah, that was oh, that was that was a night. That was a night. <laughs> I think I just sort of like was a scribe for that as you sort of yeah, just Yeah, I just I had my phone away. on speaker on my head and I was just lying down and I was like, Rosie, write what I'm saying. <laughs> Uh, I think I might want to do a flat share with you. Yeah. Oh my god. Sorry. I'm actually almost waiting myself. That was. I I, I visualised. I went on a journey with you right there. Can we? Are you? So that was a radio show. Yeah. Yeah. It was. It was was pre-recorded, so they released it as um as like an episode each week, and it's a Mm. sort of podcast series that you can listen to. But all the episodes are also available on the website that we've got, um, Mm -hmm. which is. Room for two comedy dot co dot uk. Room for two comedy dot co dot uk. So yeah, but each episode is centered around a new house that we visit, which is on this journey. So mm. all the different ones Very. that you go and see for spare rooms. So you know, you mentioned the crocodile. There's a lady who stuffs yeah. pets into celebrities. So we've got like <laughs> Pony Blair, <laughs> Collie Willoughby, <laughs> all of these, and she has this whole thing, and she lives near the zoo, so she has the animals. Yeah, and then we have. Um, in the third episode we have a uh, guy in Hackney who's living with um, an alpaca who's doing a mm-hmm. massage sort of thing out of his flat oh god um, but yeah. it's all yeah it's good but we I think we worked like we worked with some really like great people on yeah. it and I think 
because when we when you have these quirky characters, you have to bring them to life and like, yeah. with the right right talent. So we were really lucky because um, uh, we got someone on board, um, mm. Frogstone. She was doing oh, okay. um, some stuff for BBC Four. She'd written um, an actual sitcom for them, so oh, she wow. came on board mm. and voiced one of the characters. Um, and, then and really helped us with the script. As yeah, well, yeah. Really she cool. really yeah. because she's obviously yeah. had a lot of experience doing yeah. that herself. Mm. So she helped with the edits of that. Um, and then we had a few people that we know that we'd mm. worked with off the course and then some friends who'd done some acting. And, mm-hmm. and it was really nice to like see everything coming yeah. coming to play. Yeah. But I think the only issue that we had really was um, the fact that it was it was such a, sh- a small studio and we mm. got so many different characters. Oh. And we had at one point we had to get um, this one. This one scene involved somebody being in a tent. Oh. Um, <laughs> one of the one of the um, one of the things was like. There was a tent that she was sort of marketing mm. in her front room as a, as a room, and so we had one of our friends act it out. And because we had the foley for it, we had to bring in a sleeping bag and get him to voice it under the sleeping bag yeah. with the zip. With the zip, so he was just like going back and forth and wrestling with it. And then we had another lady who come over from um, a Swedish comedian who okay. was playing the part of the landlady, mm-hmm. and she was being really serious, yeah. like reading it out. And she was like, you know, how oh, do get in the tent, get in the tent? And he's like, I'm in the tent. And, it just, and like he was just having some stress out and the whole place was like about 35 degrees because it was a tiny yeah. studio so he was like and he was like I, I can't unzip it like I'm trapped in a sleeping oh, no. bag and because everyone had to be really quiet because we were recording it so we were all just going <laughs> it was really funny it probably added to the authenticity yeah. I think that was really happening yeah. I love that so now what's next or are you going to continue with the sitcom or or what's what's planned for the future where do you want to go I think I think because it's the first thing that we did and we really enjoyed writing it and things and like there is totally scope to kind of develop it into mm. more of a TV or yeah, an online web series um, but I think for us like we're really keen to just write write some new stuff right. write okay. some write some different characters and things so I think you know we're writing some sketches at the moment as Iona mentioned mm-hmm. for paperclip um, but then I think the next step is is to sort of get some stuff on paper for us and then mm-hmm. um, and then look at doing you know some online stuff and then transferring what we're writing to, to stage and live stuff yeah yeah just we're at a point where we can we can try and do lots of different things with lots of different mediums. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm really excited to perform stuff because I'm like Tinkerbell and I like it when people clap and laugh. Yes, at of course so, we all do. So, <laughs> darling, we're all hungry for that. <laughs> yes, yeah. 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 Um, whereas, like you know, when we we have like longer development periods, like with the radio show, you know, you're yeah. waiting for the gags, but you never hear the laughs. This is it. Oh, happens in people's rooms. I like, know. Yeah. Well, do you get Back you know, through the comments, you get feedback that way. Yeah, yeah. but I want it's something. You want it's 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 it. You want 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 You want it. 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 You You want it. You You want it. 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 With that. So yeah, I applaud you. I really do. And can I say, it, it, how has it been with the collaborative? Because I feel like all creatives, all successful creatives, have to rely on all different creatives to kind of mm. feed into what you do. Mm. So how has it been working with other people? Have people embraced you, and how has that helped your journey? 
Yeah, I think yeah. we've been so lucky um, because like, everyone that we've met on our journey so far has just been really great. And, you know, I think what's so wonderful about like the creative industry and, and like where, where we're going is that, you know, there's so many different people that are willing to help out. And then if we can help other people, then, you know, it's just a community right. and, and everyone's willing to muck in and, and yes. like help each other and promote each other. And, and that's really important to us. Um, we also, uh, with working with audio, we really, really wanted um, an all-girl crew, you know, because, you know, it's, it is quite a male-dominated yes, industry. Yes. So, like, so to be we'll able to... We'll talk about that in the next bit. Yes. Yeah, yeah. It's like, to, I think, like, to be able to bring people on board onto our projects, and we're so grateful that they came on board, um, but also to, like, empower other women is, like, so great and valuable. And, mm -hmm. yeah, I just think it's this community and everyone's at different stages on the ladder, but you help each other up and you get helped up and it's so give and take and just really cool. So. Are they just not natural members of the Creative Alliance? Oh. Yeah, I'm, like, <laughs> I'm just, members. like, I'm, I'm, I am honestly, these members, I love them already. <laughs> yeah. They are part of my favourite <laughs> at the moment. I'm so passionate because I just think that seeing women together stand together as you mm. are and being different because you celebrate your differences mm. and that's what creative alliance is about is okay. celebrating people's differences there's room for us all here and mm. let's have a broad spectrum of representation yes. of all of us yes. and stand in your truth yeah. you are this. yeah no amazing amazing tell our listeners where they can find you and how they can keep in contact with you please yeah. Um, so we're on we're on Twitter and we're on Instagram and it's just at Taggart Turner. Okay. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, cool. And yeah, and then we've got links to the stuff that we've done for Room for Two on mm -hmm. there. Yeah. Fantastic. Yeah. I'm sure all of us are going to be following you. We're going to put you out on all of our social medias oh. as well. Yeah. And we're going to continue following your journey and being your cheerleaders. And that is without a doubt. Thank you so much. No, thank, thank you. you. Thank you for having us. And no. thank you for being with us. No, we're so excited. <laughs> and yeah, no, we're excited to yeah. see your long yeah. success. Yeah. I know, oh, I can yes. see it's coming. I'm excited. Thank you so much, ladies. Thank you so thank you. much. We're gonna have a song now, but we're they're not going. Don't worry. <laughs> There's more juice from this lady. <laughs> After the break, we're gonna come with our B speak. But before then, we've got a nice track for you. Enjoy.
Never be 